Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Come on now and set sail for the future. Find the sky, sky, all of the kids, all the love, all the Welcome to another episode of the Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who, well, he just found himself on a weird planet facing a bunch of Klingons, Romulans, and Binars. Welcome, Jacob. Ugh. Why, thank you. Man, they get so exhausting. <laughs> Let me introduce our co-host, a man who... Finally, after five seasons, had to get something off his chest. Welcome, Drew. Four seasons. Four seasons. Whatever. This is only season four. Of okay. The show. Okay. Season four. Four seasons off his chest. Yeah. Okay. This is, of course, like you said, season four, episode nine. nine. The yes. episode is called The Inner Your Fight. Uh, it was directed by Brandon Williams and written by mm-hmm. Mike McCann or McMahon. McMahon. I always say this guy's name wrong. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> Guest cast includes Eric Bauza as Jim, John Curry as Ma'a, Carrie Walgren as Cosmia and Kalor, mm-hmm. and guest starring Robert Duncan McNeil in the his first Star Trek role, Nick Lorcano. Lark- I have to say it's the first Star Trek role because he's arguably more famous for playing Tom Paris on Star Trek Voyager and has already appeared on this show back in season two as Tom Paris right. in the episode. We'll yeah. always have Tom Paris. Paris. Yeah. So if you're wondering why he looked like Tom Paris, that's why. <laughs> so, yeah, I have some explaining, uh, some, some deep explaining because I Do actually, tell. I actually suspect and suggest <laughs> That you go check out the Ep- Next Generation episodes, mm-hmm. The First Duty, and Lower Decks, which are season five and season seven episodes, respectively. Mm-hmm. Because I have a suspicion, based on what happened in this episode, we may need you may want to know what happened in those episodes. Mm-hmm. Which is odd because these are actually two. Uh, these these all the characters from this that are important are minor characters, kind of in those episodes. Mm-hmm. So. The first duty is a Wesley Crusher episode of the next generation. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with negative points for that. Cause I don't like Wesley, as you can probably tell also kind of surprised Wesley hasn't shown up on the show yet. Yeah. I'm shocked too, but we'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wesley uh, in that episode, Wesley has, has had since gone off to Starfleet Academy. He mm-hmm. wasn't a main character on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. And he was like a s- second year student or a third year i don't quite remember which i think it was second year 
but he because of his advanced training you know mm-hmm. piloting the flagship of the federation fleet mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's wesley crutcher mm-hmm. uh he was on this elite piloting squadron yes that was being held head up by uh this nick larcano also on this uh squadron was Sito. Mm. Who's Sito? The uh, person that Mariner was saying she looked up to in this episode. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is why I'm bringing this up. Oh. She actually first was in this episode also. Oh, okay. That makes sense. She is a part of the squadron. And what happened is in this episode is there was an accident mm-hmm. that caused the death of one of the members of their squadron ah the reason the accident took place is because they were doing a forbidden maneuver that was kind of a showboating kind of thing yeah yeah something that um uh brain just farted um uh the guy on the show that's the that that's the engineering guy with the implant uh my brain just farted what's his oh uh uh rutherford rutherford Something Rutherford before the implant would have probably been doing. Yeah. Because it's that kind of like, it's a very dangerous but maneuver. Underground dangerous stuff. It's a da- Well, it's a dangerous maneuver that they were doing to show off. Yeah. Because if it had succeeded, it had been great. But because they were doing this, they were actually all in a lot of trouble. And all could have been expelled ah. from Starfleet Academy for doing this. And Nick Larcano is the one, was being the leader of the group, is the one who suggested rather forcefully that the remaining squadron members all lie and say, we don't know why this happened. Mm. Basically the name of the episode first duty is uh, a reference to what uh, Picard will say later. Picard says later to Wesley Crusher in the episode Mm. that the first duty of every Starfleet officer is to the truth Mm. and to tell the truth. Wesley and everyone, but Nick Larcano in this episode gets, kind of their hand slapped because they did all come up and tell the truth at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So they got a, a, uh, they all had got held back a year. Yeah. Sito in this episode, what I believe was a fourth year. So she got held back one year to be, have to repeat her fourth year oh, okay. again, which is the only reason she would have probably when Nick Larcano, he got, he did get expelled because yeah. he was the commander. And not only did mm-hmm. he, authorize and suggest that they do this dangerous maneuver he's also the one that told his whole squadron to lie yeah so he got the brunt of everything and got mm-hmm. kicked out of starfleet at the oh, academy that makes level. more sense now it's like okay right interestingly enough just to cover the rest of the tom paris mm-hmm. uh connection uh the character of tom paris was actually based on this character yeah and i actually thought for a long time when i was originally watching voyager that this was the same character because mm. it's the same actor mm. same basic backstory yeah i as a kid didn't make the connection that this wasn't the same guy which is interesting because there's an episode later on in voyager where we actually see tom paris's dad who's an admiral mm. and they has he has a picture of uh tom on his desk and it's actually the picture a picture from this episode of Nick Larcano in his cadet uniform. Oh, because my. they had no other. They, that makes the, sense. That makes they sense. They had the ability. That's what they did. So, Ensign Sito uh, would actually get to move on and show up in the season seven episode, Lower Decks, aka the show 
the episode of Star Trek Next Generation that this show is basically inspired by. Oh, okay. And in that episode, it's 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 following the lives of these. Actually, it actually ends up being five characters. Yeah. It's the four Starfleet officers and one bartender, who are in the on the Enterprise. One of them being Sito. Mm-hmm. Uh, we at that point we learn she's uh, uh, her her full name is Sito Jaxa because she's Bajoran. The la- the surname comes first. Okay. The, the family name comes first. Uh, she, a Vulcan, and I believe two humans. They're just they are going about their daily lives, but they're all involved in the same mission that the Enterprise is on oh, and doing okay. different things for this, but they all don't have any idea as mm. to what it occurs to. At one point, Sito does get pulled into Picard's ready room. Mm. He does make sure she... He does bring up the fact of her previous uh, turmoil in mm. the previ- in the other episode she was in, and she... Uh, at one point, she, I think she says that she thinks she's getting like picked on or something Yeah. where like she, she doesn't understand why, why uh, Picard even let her on the enterprise. And he said, it's because you came back and told the truth that I was even aware of you. And I followed your career after that. Mm. And that's why I requested you on the enterprise. Mm. So the reason he wanted to talk to her though, is because they were doing a mission on the uh, Cardassian border. Mm-hmm. And because she's Bajoran, they used her on a secret mission because there was a chance they didn't want the Fed, the, the Starfleet could not be uh, shown as being involved in whatever yeah. this was. Mm-hmm. But they were still going to have to use a runabout, or not a runabout, a, 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 a shuttle yeah. that they were going to claim was stolen by a Bajoran terrorist. So they oh. needed a Bajoran to pilot it, and they made sure that. She, even though she has learned the importance of the truth that she will not do, she'll, she'll not, uh, you know, give away mm-hmm. everything that she's fine. She understands what the point of the mission yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And so the end of that episode is her flying off and uh, them and almost having to deal with the fact that they just lost, you know, their coworker. And immediately after this, when the, after this episode aired, oh, it, it's never shown if the character actually died or not, because pretty much everyone working on the show loved the character so much they mm. didn't actually want her killed. Oh. But they couldn't show her surviving for the story. Mm. So they just say, yeah, the it got captured. She got captured and probably she was killed. Yeah. Plans were in place. The, the, immediately after Ronald D. Moore, the the one of the producers on the show mm-hmm. went to the show and says, we can't kill this character. We have to bring her back somehow. They didn't have time before next generation got canceled because this was season seven. Uh, so they were going to make plans for her, for, for her uh, rescue to be in deep space nine. Since deep space nine was continuing the story of the beginnings of the dominion war. Yeah. Which all of this is all prelude to. Yes. Um, which is the whole thing that, you know, Mariner in this episode mm-hmm. explains is why, why she is an ensign. Because she does not want to be a general sending her friends it's off to die. get killed. Yeah. Because she because she wanted to be like Sita, but she but but Sita w- was like this and she got killed, as mm-hmm. far as she knows. I have suspicions about what's coming in the next episode. Okay. Which is interesting because this is this actress is not in does not act anymore. Oh. I played Sita. Really? She's a uh, social worker in Los Angeles. Really? So she could still come in and do voice acting, hopefully. Yeah. But I'm, I would be 
surprised if she doesn't show up. Mm. At least in flashbacks. Okay. I don't expect them to actually have her still be alive, but I could be wrong. So, but all that being said, more than likely, Mariner knows Larcano. Mm. If she's aware of this, she's at least aware of the story. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee your Cito probably told her. Mm-hmm. So there's that all that little bit of interest there. Wow. Okay. This and, and bear in mind, these are just two random episodes that on, the only reason they're even part of the same arc is because they decided to reuse Cito. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, this is why I put in the in the cell cat chat of uh, on the met for the on the Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. You might want to go look up these episodes because A, they're really good episodes anyway. Yeah. But B, this is what they're pulling from. Wow. For okay. the, for, for these characters. So yeah. This episode also has a similar title to the next generation episode, season five episode, The Inner Light, mm. which is a very uh good episode featuring Picard. Okay. Where there's four lights, that's where they come from. No, that's from a different. That's from okay. Chain of Command. Okay, got it. The inner light here. The, the, the episode, the inner light, is about uh, well, a weird little probe hit, uh, sends a signal towards the Enterprise, and it causes Picard to relive an entire alien person's life on this planet in like like seventy years of it in like five minutes. Oh, uh, and. Uh, it's after this, you know, he has the, the flute that he plays. Mm-hmm. He got, oh, yeah, he yeah. learned it as, as he was living this guy's life. Yeah. And uh, it's a good episode. Yeah. But it was one of those things that it helped flesh out Picard's character because mm-hmm. Picard and this guy apparently were a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the protection suit helmets in the, uh, at the, in the cold open resemble the spacesuit helmets seen in the original series episode, The Tholian Web. Starfleet is tasked with the recovery of four yet-to-be-found ex-Starfleet members, including Beverly Crusher, Seven of Nine, Thomas Riker, and, of course, Nick Lorcano. While Seven and Dr. Crusher's futures following the events of Voyager's Endgame and Star Trek Nemesis, respectively, were revealed to the audience in Star Trek Picard, Ah. this is the first indication of Thomas Riker's survival after he was imprisoned in... uh, after his imprisonment subsequent to the events of the Deep Space Nine episode Defiant, where it was discovered he was working for the Maquis, a Federation terrorist organization. I gotcha. Uh, as well as the ongoing activities of Morcano, which mm. we still don't know exactly what he was doing other than living on, apparently, Tatooine. Mm. That's basically what that place was. It was an evil hive of scum and villainy. Uh, Mariner and Talyn finally make the connection that they were both present at the battle in the season two episode Wedge Dutch. Mm-hmm. This episode marks the first post-Dominion War appearance of Cardassians, period. Chronologically. Really? Yeah. Huh. This is in the series, but the more I'm thinking about it, they were not in Nemesis, which took place immediately before this. True. That movie. And they were not in Voyager Mm. at the end. So, yeah. yeah, So, yeah, this would be the first time since... uh, what would be season five of Voyager, which was season seven of Deep Space Nine, that had Cardassians in it. Okay. Chronologically, because I mean they have shown up in like Discovery, which had some episodes yeah. before this, and uh, a couple other ones. Anyway. 
This episode reveals that Mariner was once friends with Cito Jaxa, mm -hmm. who made a significant impact on Mariner's view of Starfleet, uh, which I already mentioned. She's from Lower Deck from the episode Lower Decks. Mm -hmm. Mr. Broker resembles Baylock's puppet from the original series episode, The Corbomite Maneuver, though he is not actually a puppet himself. Mm. So you've seen the ending credits of the original series where it's showing like the different shots of from like different episodes. And there's so. this one of this weird alien facing the screen usually think near so. the end. I think so. That's the guy. Okay. He's actually a puppet hmm. being controlled by. Uh, Richie Cunningham, who's also a director, that guy. What's his name? Oh. Uh, he, was, he was Opie on the Andy Griffith show. Oh, uh, I got Ron Howard. Ron, Ron Howard. Howard's brother, Clint. Oh, that okay. Is Clint Howard. Howard. Okay. That played, that played Baylock. Uh, yeah. I gotcha. So, yeah. I am I am sorry. I am bad with names tonight. Yeah, fair. The emblem painted on the IKS Cheetah and appearing on Lorcano's jacket is a stylized depiction of the Colvord Starburst, the same band maneuver he and the members of Nova Squadron attempted unsuccessfully in the first duty. Wow. Resulting, among other consequences, his expulsion from Starfleet Academy. Wow. This is, you're saying, without any knowledge of previous yeah. Star Trek, this is a good episode. I was sitting here yesterday morning before work, going, watching, going, Larkano, why do I remember the name Larkano? Oh, he's, oh, he's that guy. Wait, that's Tom. Is Robert Duck and McNeil in this episode? How are, you, are you actually going to mention the fact that he and Paris look a lot alike? Boimler has to say this at some point. Yeah. Because he knows Paris. Yeah. He's got the commemorative plate. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. But uh, <laughs> uh, I was sitting there watching this episode going, they're really doing something with Lorcano in this episode? That's kind of cool because he's kind of a side character. And then they mentioned Sito, and I had to stop like Sito, Sito, who is oh, that's the girl from the Lower Decks episode. She okay, yeah, this is cool. This is all really cool character development. And then I go and start digging. It's like, like I knew there was a connection, but I wasn't sure what it was. So later on in the day on Thursday, uh -huh. before Bible study, I yes. happened to be on the memory alpha page. And I'm looking up Sito because the name Sito was bugging me. Mm -hmm. I know the name Sito from somewhere besides Lord S. What else was she in a previous episode? Because it's been a hot minute since yeah. I've seen both of these episodes, right? Yeah, because Sito, uh, the name Sito pops up beforehand, right? I don't think she mentioned her before. Yeah, I don't think she has but either. This was, but this was bugging me from like, it's like old Trek knowledge from 30 yeah, yeah. years ago. Mm -hmm. when, I'm, when I was a kid, it's like, I should know this. And I looked up and go, oh, Sito. Yeah, and Lorcana. Wait, Sito was in the... She was... Holy crap! <laughs> Mike McCann, Mike Man, you are the man for pulling these two episodes that I had never connected before in my mind, even though they are connected, and, and doing something this cool. This is what we should be doing in this show, is bringing back <laughs> connections that shouldn't be there, but yet are, and it's like... Mm. <laughs> Dude, I, I love it when you geek out like this that. Is, it's so was, fun. This was a full geek out episode for me because it's like, you're, hey, you're, 
you are bringing to a head the 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 season line episode uh, yeah. storyline here with the probe, and we actually find out what the probe is. Yeah, and because we already learned it was stealing stuff, and now we recognize this is Lorcano's uh, ship, basically. Still don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find that out till next episode. Yeah, but he was stealing ships for some reason. Yeah, the only one that is intact, as far as we know, is the Kling, uh, Ma'az Klingon ship. Yeah, but she was also in the Wedge Dudge episode, also. Oh, he the he was the 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 lower decker we were following that that killed his captain. Right, and took over the Klingon ship. In that yeah, episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we saw him for a short minute at in season one when yeah that when his klingon ship is the one that got attacked yeah so all three of the wedge dutch characters are in this episode yeah interestingly enough yeah so you're already doing that cool thing and then you bring in discount tom paris or really prototype tom paris yes you get robert duncan mcneil to reprise his role which i'm still sitting there going do you even remember what you were doing with this character because yes Tom Paris is based on this character. The reason they didn't just go ahead and reuse the character mm-hmm. they said was because the writers of Voyager felt that Lorcano, while he, he was a good prototype, what he did was uh, not something they thought they, uh, what do you call it? Uh, not redeemable not, or not unredeemable. Unredeemable. He, they felt what he did was an unredeemable and he should not be the character, but they took what he, they took basically the blueprints, the of, blueprints the character. of the character and made Tom Paris out of that without even envisioning Robert Duncan McNeil taking the role of Tom Paris. That was an act that, that was something they realized afterwards when he came in like audition and said, yeah, you already know how to play this character. You're playing him good. You played him good already once. We'll let you be a good guy now. <laughs> so I'm watching this and, go, and, and then he shows up at the end and going, you're, you're actually doing this. You're actually doing this. This is such a good episode. And did I not call it with Mariner back in season two? I've been telling you this whole time, something <laughs> happened that got her disillusioned with Starfleet. And that's yeah, why she agree. acts out this way. I was done her best to be a ensign this whole time and never getting a promotion. Yeah, I agree. And sabotaging her promotions. Every I, I agree with you way. now. Yes. I have been on, I may not like Mariner as a character. Yeah. But I understand where she's coming from. Yeah. And I've been, I had this called in season two. <laughs> Actually, I may have had this called in season one, but I definitely had it in season two. And I have had to defend her to you for two seasons. <laughs> Three seasons nearly. Three seasons, yes. <laughs> so. I mean, granted, we both don't like her Mariner, but at least Mariner is growing on me. At least I understand her, why she is the way yeah, she is. Exactly. So now that I have geeked out for a bit, your turn. <laughs> okay. And so, I just had that weird fear thought uh, any podcaster has after they've done something. They, they've had something they know they can't replicate. I thought, please say I'm recording. Thankfully, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I freaking love this episode. It was such a fresh. It was a breath of fresh air. It was like there again, not knowing the lore, be like not being the trucky you are. Mm-hmm. But I was I was watching it. And I was like, okay, but like Mariner, be like when they first start, it's like okay, they're on this planet and this funny bit with these these uh, little what I would only assume is like 
Mauser wannabe characters from uh, Mausers from um, I just lost words. Um, I'm trying to figure out who you're referring to. Mausers. No, no, no. I mean, who in the show? No, no, no. Okay. I don't know what a Mauser is. You're saying Mauser? I'm thinking the mouse enemy from Super Mario Brothers 2. Okay. You're going to have to explain who Mauser <laughs> is. Okay. A Mauser is a, a uh, robotic creature created by Baxter Stopman from TMNT. Okay. Okay. So they look like Mausers, the little creatures on the planet who are, are behind the cage. Are you talking about the purple guys in this episode? Yeah, the little purple guys. The Binars? The Binars. That we yeah. just saw got blown or stolen two episodes ago no 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 not, not that this beginning of the episode where they're having to be like oh the generator oh yeah those characters okay yeah the 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 i know who you're talking with the little uh the things that they were studying yeah the things they were studying okay, okay, yeah, yeah. to me they look like mausers from tmnt that, that's, that's fair now okay. that you say that i can envision those characters, even though I yeah, jump, 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 jump. only saw them like once or twice. Yeah, okay. Because they remind me of Bowser's. Fair so enough. that Fair episode, enough. it's okay. So Mariner being Mariner, it's like okay, yeah, like the generator, the 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 force field's gone down. The guy loses his crap. They're like, oh, we got to put these suits on because the the toxicities and be like, it's the anti toxic suits. The anti toxin suits. They bite you. Be like, your eyes will bug out of your head or blow That's out of your true. head. It's true. I felt sorry for that dude. I did. It was like, hilarious. Oh, you, must, you must really love uh, uh, Star uh, Outpost scientist. And actually, she hates y'all for some weird reason. <laughs> so, be like, we we have Mariner being Mariner who runs out, runs out in the midst of the danger, trying to get these little creatures or her attention, and she winds up getting snipped. Like either her shoe comes off or nipped or whatever, and one of them's on her back, and she comes back in. It's hilarious. But I'm thinking like, okay, so we get into the episode proper where apparently Mariner for months has been going just ballistic with doing all these dangerous things. I'm like, okay, it's some side effect from these little Mauser wannabe creatures. That's, that's what I keep thinking the entire episode. It's like, it's some side effect. Her either her eyes are going to bug out of her head at some point, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sad for Mariner. She's gonna die at some point in this episode, which I don't think they would with the main character. But you never know. So I yeah, um, do never know. But you I, never know. I doubt she will. I, I know I, we have at least one more season. Yeah. So that was my theory. It was some. It was some kind of fever she was on. She's got an adrenaline rush, and she's like craving danger or something like that. She she's going a little more. Be like, I'm gonna be Mariner. I'm gonna be, you know, try be reckless about everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, there again in season four, be like, I am very impressed where they're going with Mariner. It's like, okay. And then this episode happens. <laughs> so, so we'll be like, I'm sitting there watching it. And uh, granted, this before I think this was before I watched the episodes for X Men the animated series, which you can you know listen yeah. to later or listen to before and understand where whichever it's such a palate cleanser in this episode is um and so be like obviously be like they they get stuck on um the wet the weather the weather radar not radar but the satellite the weather radar i'm sorry that would that that got me continue (laughs) but it's like oh my gosh (laughs) and then be like it's like then then they're uh the shuttlecraft, I'll call it called a runabout because you called it a runabout earlier. Yeah. The shuttlecraft gets blown up by these uh these Klingons and they get stuck on the planet 
And then it's just like, oh, great. What What is going on with Mariner? She's going nuts. She wants violence. She wants to mm-hmm. do stuff. I'm like, okay, the, what, if whatever she's been infected by these little Mauser wannabe creatures is really getting to her now. And then you get the point where be like her and the Klingon. What's his name? Ma'a. Ma'a. No, Ma'a. Ma'a. It's M-A comma A-H. Ma'a. Ma'a. Okay. And so they start fighting. The glass storm shows up, and they have to force themselves to do a cave. Yeah. And then I'm talking. I'm which, sitting there. Glued. Which I'm half expecting. Is the sentient moss here? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, and they're like, it's Mariner. It's like, oh, we got to fight. We got to fight. And the thing that th- freaking blew my mind, I was like, no, this is not an honorable place to fight. We are going to wait and be patient. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a Klingon talking? <laughs> yeah. So... And then we get this this beautiful story of how be like Mariner and like how she doesn't want to be elite. She doesn't want to be anything more than instant and why she does this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing it. They're giving us our backstory after four freaking seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my, oh. Oh, that's not good. That makes sense now. That makes sense why she does this and this and this and this. She's so crazy as can be, but it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Oh my now word! I have explained what actually happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh my gosh! No wonder she doesn't want to be a leader. She doesn't want her friends to get killed. Yeah, she lost a friend. Yeah, and she lost a, a friend, and that actually explains that loss of friend explains why she yeah. is so much of a uh, guardian with her four friends on the ship. Yeah, exactly. Oh my word. And then like, it totally makes sense. And then she kind of just, she kind of becomes the leader. She's supposed to in the clink. Uh, Maha. Am Ma- I saying that? Maha. Maha. Yeah. Ma, kinda, you know, kind of gives her a prep talk, a pep talk. It's like, be like, you're, you're dishonoring your friend the way you're acting. Mm-hmm. You'll stop being a child and be the leader. Your friend expects you to be. Yeah. And I'm like, both the warrior, but be the warrior. He's a Klingon. That's yeah. his thought process. <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking loving this episode. And to be like, they finally get everybody together and like they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And then Mariner gets beamed up. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what in the world's happening? Mm-hmm. And they, then they discover it's like, oh, this guy who was who got kicked out of Starfleet, which you explained earlier, which is like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's interesting. And then it's like, oh, this ties them together. And they find out, oh, he's the guy who's building this this uh, well, show we, stealer. We don't know what he's doing yet. Yeah, we know or at least involved. we know it's his ship. We know he's involved, and I can tell you for a fact that at least Crusher and Seven of Nine, the, the of the yeah, people yeah, yeah. they were looking for, yeah, are not going to be involved. Yeah, in whatever this is. Yeah, Thomas Riker, maybe. Who's Thomas Riker? <laughs> he's the clone. <laughs> You remember a couple episodes uh, back in season two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that got where cloned. got cloned. Yeah. And I said it was based on this incident in season yeah. start in Next Generation where yeah. Riker got cloned. Yeah. But his clone. That's who that is. Okay. His clone ended up, you know, it's it's basically evil Riker, though it's not in the episode. It's in the original episode. It's not really shown that way. Right, right. But when, he sh- when Thomas Riker shows back up again in Deep Space Nine pretending to be Will. Yeah. And then to steal the defiance yeah. for the Maquis, mm-hmm. the Federation terrorist group. Yeah. That's going to, that's trying to attack the Cardassians since the Federation won't mm-hmm. actively attack right, them. Right. Right. Cause it's Starfleet. They, mm-hmm. that is not how they work. Right. <laughs> we know he was imprisoned 
mm-hmm. on a uh, car- in on, on by the Cardassians mm. on Cardassia mm. before the war. Yeah, which means no one knows what happened to him. Huh? Interesting. So he, he might show run- up. He might have run into Sita for all yeah. we know. Because oh. if she didn't get killed in that instance, she might be on. She might have. They might have known each other then. I don't see Sita knowing the character from those yeah. episodes. She's not the kind of person who would be evil, but yeah. I can see how maybe where Riker's be... clone might have done something to her. I, no, I, I'm saying I can see how uh, both might be driven for revenge for maybe wrongdoings, but then why are they attacking the rest of, the, of everybody else? Yeah. There is a lot next episode's got to do to explain oh, yeah. what's going on. I agree. And be like, and then you get. It's like in the 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 guy in question they've been looking for the entire time beams you know uh, Mariner up and it's like and she knows the guy, she knows the guy. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's she like, might have uh, been uh, one of she might have been one, part of that friend group. She might know Wesley. If this is the excuse for Wesley showing up in the next yeah. episode, I'm fine with this. Yeah, because I can see her knowing Wesley if she knew the rest of the members of this group. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly enough that it's she doesn't felt she might not feel anything for the guy who got killed in as part of Nova Squadron, mm. but that was not a good friend of hers, maybe. That was just somebody Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I don't, I'm guessing here. Okay. I am I am fan uh theory theorizing. fan theorizing the fact that they just connected Mariner to these to to, to that group. Yeah. In any way. Yeah, it's because what was it? Because Sita was like a class above her. Am I right? I don't. I don't remember if they said how I, th- I think she I, was. I, I think it was. I almost expect. See, I, I, either she was in Starfleet Academy at the same time. Yeah. Or class below her. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, if she was a class before then, then they would have been in the same class after that because yeah. Sita was held back along with Wesley and that's right. The other guy that's right. who I don't remember, while Lorcano got kicked out. Yeah. So maybe that's how they met was after that and they became friends and she thought maybe the whole thing was garbage. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe she met the group through that and maybe she never actually met Lorcano, but she heard about him, looked it up. Well, probably this is the, the talk of everything. But she, kn- but she knew him, but she, she may have knew of him. Maybe not knew him. I don't yeah. know. There's a lot. We but don't. she knew. She but he even maybe not found out about him until maybe they were, stationed on another star okay well except cedo went straight to the enterprise yeah so we don't they would have had to have met in starfleet academy yeah which is about the right time she would have been in starfleet it academy. Makes, it makes sense she's in her 30s in this and you yeah take it back that would have been about the time yeah that makes sense because mirner has been constantly being like bumped from here to there here to there here to there mm-hmm. because she doesn't want to get anywhere higher which is now a completely understandable <coughs> it's I freaking love this episode. Also, <laughs> here's another weird lore bit. <laughs> season two opening scene where she's on the holodeck training in the oh. most epic way possible. Yes. She's on a Cardassian ship. Yes. Isn't that an interesting little tidbit? Yeah. Considering the Cardassians might be the person, people who have, ca- or at least killed Sita. Yeah. Oh, shiz. <laughs> yeah. This could get bad. <laughs> in all of this, now granted, yes. I don't see her being aggressive against Cardassians regularly, but they've only appeared in that one other episode. Yeah, since season since season seven of Deep Space Nine. Yeah, 
so chronologically so oh I, I i can see this turning this really bad really really weird yeah you know either either sita is actually dead she did not survive it and be like learns that like the kardashians killed her killed her best friend now she wants revenge yeah because that's yeah, murder to a T. You see where I'm at now. With yes. This. I am literally having a hard time waiting until next Thursday. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there going, we've got to know. <laughs> I'm curious too. Like, there again, not having the lore information you do, going strictly off that and what you've told me. Why I was, oh my gosh. Which is why I was sent to say, Let's hold off on this episode. You go watch these two Deep Space Nine, these two TNG episodes. Let's review that and then come back. Oh god, you would not. I, I didn't do that because yeah. a that's not what this show is. We only did the, the only other the only reason we did the Strange New Worlds episode mm-hmm. was because the yeah, Time Lord Dex characters. Yes, this doesn't. This no. It's just tra- t- we should just treat this like we would any other episode. Exactly that, that it would actually have ties to. But I'm still sitting here going. These two episodes of Next Generation just became the most important tie-ins to this show. Okay, so funny fact. So I'm still going to suggest you watch it, even though we're not going to review it. Okay, so funny fact. So be like, I watched this episode and saw, it was like, okay, this is interesting. So, and then I looked up what they were. And so I'm looking, trying to get it on the app because it's just the app, not through Amazon or anything like that. So I'm watching it. I would click it off and then be like, the episode just freeze. Like midway through, like the first three minutes mm-hmm. of the episode, just freeze. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. And be like, if you don't want me to watch this episode, I won't watch the episode, but I will eventually. Be like, uh, I'm, now I'm intrigued. Of the TNG episode? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do it. I freaking knew it. You're gonna pull you're gonna pull out I've season seven. <laughs> have fun. Thanks. You have the numbers. Okay. The episode numbers. Oh my gosh. Okay. Or just watch uh, all of that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, amazing episode. I can't wait for episode 10 to come out. Episode 10. Episode Which 10. Will be episode 40 of the show. Yeah. Oh, my word. Wow. But, yeah, I, like, going from, you know, the beginning of season one, I was so skeptical. Now to the fourth, 40th episode of lower decks i'm loving this show so much mm-hmm. thank you for introducing me to this show now granted i know you were very hesitant i was hesitant because when this show came out yeah. i was not the biggest fan of what reboot trek was doing yeah because it wasn't my track yeah basically it wasn't bad it's just it wasn't what i wanted Fair. and then finding out they're making this show with one of the guys who was in instrumental mm-hmm. with Rick and Morty yeah. in a show that is, I understand the connection, but I'm still sitting here going, eh, this could get bad in a hurry, especially yeah. with everything they were doing. And just saying, let's just watch this and see how it goes. Yeah. Cause season one, we were still doing it separate. Like we're doing now. Mm-hmm. We weren't doing it as part of the episode. And I'm thinking if we go through part of the show and we end up not liking mm-hmm. well, we can just drop it and I'll be fine. Yeah, and then the fact it's that getting good or better after, after episode one, it's, we were both there. Yeah, it's like let's just watch this. This is enjoyable, and it's gotten better and better. Yet, yeah, granted, a lot of this season has been a little lax. Yeah, hit and miss, hit and miss. Well, than some of the others, but dude, this episode, yeah, it's like you are making up for the rest of the season. Yeah, and it's amazing that this show is doing so good. Yeah. When it's like 
this is still isn't what the truck I want. Yeah. Granted, but this is still an enjoyable show and I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. So agreed. Kudos to you lower deck guys. I, I really do love your show now. Holy go. My gosh. Right. Be like, if, if this we, is what we at least need to get a sixth season so you can make covers based on all six TO, T, uh, TOS movies. Yes. I don't it's know just, what you'd do after season six, because then you'd go to the Generations cover, which is kind of dull, and they get dull. The TNG covers are all kind of dull, but mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Anyways, lo- love this episode. Look, I can't, can't wait for episode 10 and to see where they're going to conclude. Be like, do we know how many episodes are left? There's one more episode of the season, which is episode 10. Oh, okay. Because there are 10 episode oh. seasons, and then we have to wait a year for season five. Arr. Or... Whenever Never they get the, back to it, because of the writers and actors, strike. the writer strike is pretty much done, but yeah. the actor strike is still going. So yeah, 2024 Star Trek, who knows? Yeah. We may not get back to this until tw- late 2025. Yeah. Which is going to be annoying as all get out. Yes. But say lovey. Yeah, exactly. So. Because I don't think they got any of season five recorded. Uh, but we know they recorded this last year. Yeah. So. Cause this is what the, how they make them. They make them a year in advance. And then mm-hmm. I guess post-production after that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Anyways. that's going to be it for us guys. Look forward, looking forward to next week, which we still don't have a name for. No. As at the end of this recording. So, uh, join us next week for whatever. Episode last episode. Be. I'm going to make a guess. It's going to be called Nova's, uh, Nova. No, something Nova-ish. Okay. In reference to Larcano and Sita's squadron. Okay. Also going to make a bet. Will Wheaton will be in the episode. It'd be interesting. He should be. Yeah. I don't know if he will be. Because th- here's the thing. Will Wheaton, well, not this season because of the actor strike. He has been doing that ready room mm-hmm. after show for pretty much every episode of Star Trek since Discovery started. Mm-hmm. Of course, he can't do it for lower decks because of the strike, but we know they know where he is. He could have recorded it last year yeah, when they were doing the year of Star Trek, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Hopefully that will happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, excited. I'm excited to where they're going to go. This is the final episode of this season and to discover what is going on, what's happening, mm-hmm. why is all this going on, and do we uh does mariner discover something that is going to lead her down a darker path or is she gonna go a? Uh, i'm i'm really thinking if there's any chance sito is alive it's going to end up being a rescue mission to save her yeah by the end of this also think nick clarkano's butt's gonna get kicked <laughs> it's like wait you did what <laughs> you're that guy she told me about you you're dead <laughs> you are so dead <laughs> Anyway, thank y'all guys for joining us. Uh, looking, for, we're, we're definitely definitely looking for the next episode. But yes. until then, this has been Drew. This is Jacob, and we'll catch you in the next frame. You can follow Jacob on his Facebook at Jacob B Heron. His Facebook page, Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where he tries to draw each and every day. His Instagram at Jacob B Heron. His Twitter at Jacob Heron and his letterbox to Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. His Facebook page Drew's photo bin to see his photography. 
his letterboxed page at GGeorge759, his Twitter at GGeorge759, and Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at The Cellcast Podcast, on Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming, on YouTube at Cellcast, on Twitter at Cast underscore Cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us, and also on Podchaser. Email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. The Cellcast is a proud member of both the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. For more information, please see the link in the description. Our theme song is Drop and Roll by Silent Partner. And remember, that's Cell, with a single L.